Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. All right, all right, all right. It's 106 at Edmonton. We got 24 minutes left in Oilers Now. We got a lot to get to. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. They wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, we will tell you uh, we are two hours away from Puck Drop Edmonton in Montreal to play the Canadians. Uh, the Oilers are going to pull Kyler Yamamoto out of the lineup. Uh, he's uh, been nursing a minor challenge uh, of late. He's a little bit uh, banged up. And Kyle Turris will slide in. Mike Smith will start. Those are the only expected changes from Monday night. We'll get to some Canadians information in a second. We will tell you, there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge, four, ten-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. Open six days a week to serve you while following all COVID protocols to protect both customers and staff. Uncle Milt, says the gang at Brent Ridge, low on used vehicles. So give them a call now, 1-877-477-3673, or visit BrentRidge.com if you're looking to move a vehicle or potentially flip one. Again, you can text us at any time, Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. We'll tell you guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, now open for takeout orders. Full details at jvedmonton.ca. We head off to our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A. UK today. David Staples from the uh, Cult of Hockey. David, just before we get to uh, hockey uh, post-media update, you cover the pandemic on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I know you put some numbers out. Are we starting to uh, uh, see the vaccination rates uh, increase, not just in Canada, but in uh, Alberta as well? The uh what, what happens in the rest of Canada pretty much happens in Alberta because everyone's getting per capita the same amount of vaccine. So there's a little bit of difference between vaccination policies where we're giving second doses a little faster than other places to protect more vulnerable people quicker here. But generally it's the same. And, Bob, there's excellent news. And, and it is, you know, by early June... 50% of us will have had our first dose. And by uh, late June, two-thirds of us will have had our, our first dose with 
not insignificant percentage by then having had their second dose. And what we see in other jurisdictions, um, when you get to that threshold of about 50%, 60%, is them opening up. Um, they get back to their normal lives in significant ways. And I, I, I think, you know, right now we're in a bit of a, we're in a crisis still with hospitals, numbers going up. They're going to keep going up for a few more weeks because we've had such um, high spread. But by early June, things are going to change. And I think I also think public attitudes are going to change on a dime because when it's ready, um, we're going to be ready to open. The WHO, the World Health Organization, has always said there's real harm with lockdown and it should be only used to protect your healthcare system. That's from the WHO. That's based on the best science. And that's what we're going to do, I think, in, in June. We're going to start reopening and it's going to be fantastic. David, do you expect by October of next year that we would have full fans back at Rogers Place for games? I I can't see why not, Bob. I mean, uh, I can't see any reason in the world. In fact, I'm hopeful that if the Oilers go far enough in the playoffs, we may see fans in the stands to get to the, the semifinals or the finals. Not obviously not full stands in the right. full fans in the stands, but limited numbers of fans in the stands. And the Alberta government would have to be moving fast if that were to happen. But we've seen in other jurisdictions where you start to get limited number of fans attending games, and uh, so I'm hopeful actually for the, for the playoffs. I think Nashville's up to like twelve thousand fans now. That's right, and their their vaccination rates are uh, higher than ours, but we're going to get there by by June, and um, so it's just a matter of what do people want at that point. You know, the public health guidelines from the WHO are clear, and is it, is it going to be uh, relatively safe for people to go there? I mean, nothing's perfectly safe, but it, is it reasonably safe, I think, is the best way to put it, and is there a reasonable a reason for not allowing it, but I, I think that there, I think a strong argument is going to be made that um, later in the playoffs and certainly next season, the fans in the stands for sure. All right, David, let's switch focus to the Edmonton Oilers again. They play Montreal puck drop at three o'clock. Yamamoto is going to come out. Turris is going to replace him on the right side. Mike Smith gets the start, but the story has been Connor McDavid, thirty-three points over the last twelve games, unbelievable dominance. Bob, it really is. And um, I've been just digging into the numbers, like to kind of put his season in historic terms, compare him to how is he, how is this season, how is his dominance this season compared to other, other fantastic players like Wayne Gretzky, for instance, just in one season. So one way to measure dominance, because it's hard to compare errors because the league was different, the, the rules were different. I mean, they didn't allow assists early in there, very many assists early in the NHL. So how do you compare those guys to the modern scores? So what you do is you compare a guy like Gretzky to his peers that year. How did he dominate compared to everyone else who played at that time? And when you look at single seasons like that, and I'm going to refer to work done by an Oilers fan called Darren Deliba, only two players, Bob, have ever had more dominant seasons. Only two other NHL players have ever had more dominant seasons than Connor McDavid is having right now in terms of um, having more points than the next uh, four guys in the NHL scoring standings. The difference between Gretzky had six such seasons where he had a higher percentage difference, more domination over the other guys in the top five than McDavid did. The other guy is Gordie Howe. And number three on the list is Connor McDavid this season. So he's he's having a more dominant season, a, a bigger spread, a bigger gap between him and the, and the guys who finished second, third, uh, fourth, and fifth than Mary Lemieux ever had than um, 
how many Moran's ever had than, than the greatest players in the game. That's how good a season he, he's had. So I, I don't obviously vote for the NHL MVP award. I don't know if you do, but anyone who who is voting for that should should put a lot of weight on that kind of historic campaign he's had. Are we seeing Connor McDavid perhaps with a little bit more bite in this game as well, David? great isn't it I, I i mean i don't think i think it's undeniable and and i think it's the big difference in his game i, I he, he mcdavid is a we, we you know i i can't read his mind but what i see of him is a he's a very kind of respectful person um who follows the rules and initially you know he was he, he was showing off his incredible talent in the nhl but when players roughed him up sometimes he didn't always respond it was almost like he had respect for the veterans or i don't know what was going on but now it seems like again, I don't can't read his mind, but it seems like he's desi- he's decided if the NHL isn't going to protect me, I'm going to protect myself. And we saw that with the JT Miller incident recently against the Canucks, where Miller went after him, and Connor McDavid went at at him and ab- absolutely abused him for for about ten seconds. He had had enough. He was fed up, and I see that. I see little signs of that. Like he is not going to let anyone get the best of him in any way any longer. And he's going after players and it's put his game to the next level. Bob, I would love to see him have a rematch against Ryan Kessler right now because he would not take that kind of crap that he took from Kessler I'm still when he was mad. a younger player. I'm still mad how they handled that at the end of game six. You're up 7-1 in a game and you got a five-on-five line brawl opportunity and they had Manson and Kessler on the ice. And you got Lucic out there. Uh, you got to someone's someone's got to do Ryan dirty in that situation. You know what I mean? Like you got to get your shots in on Kessler and make it count for how he went after your top gun. We're joined right now by David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. Uh, David, let's talk about the Oilers' lines. Cahoon's interesting. He he to me he looks like a better, more effective player than Connor McDavid than he was with Leon Drysaddle. Uh, I'm not quite sure what it is. Uh, RNH back with Drysaddle. Yamamoto out for today's game. He'll be fine for next week when the playoffs start. Drysaddle, RNH, and Yamamoto. We've seen McLeod with a couple veterans, Neil and Chase on, and then the Oilers have had success all year with Shore, Kara, and Archibald. What do you think about those lines? I love these lines, and and, and I, th- I I have a theory. Let's see what you think of it about Cahoon and McDavid versus Drysaddle. Connor McDavid is just such a unique player. He's the ultimate soloist. He really doesn't need other players that much to create points. He can produce them all on all on his own. When he's on the ice, he, it's it's not like he's a selfish player. But when he's on the ice, you want him to have the puck at all times. So you have to have him. He's best fitted with players who can handle the puck when they get it, but they don't they don't need it to succeed in the NHL. They don't, that's not a big part of their game, puck carrying. They're puck movers and they're passers. And if they can shoot, that that would be fantastic. So Cahoon, when he's with Dreisaitl, Dreisaitl is obviously a very good puck carrier as well, but he is not the soloist that McDavid is. He's kind of a give-and-go player. player loves to pass, combines well with other players. Cahoon, he, he fit in okay with Dreisaitl, but with McDavid, he seems to be the perfect fit because he does not like to carry the puck. He loves moving that puck, and he's great at moving it. Get in there, get the pass, move it quickly. That's his whole game. So he fits very well with McDavid and Pugliarvi. The other thing I like about that line is when Dreisaitl's not on it, it puts Pugliarvi in the role of shooter, and maybe he's ready to start handling that. We've seen him one time or a couple shots into the net in recent weeks. Maybe he's ready to step up in that role. So that line works because of that. New 
Adrian Hopkins, Dreisaitl and Yamamoto have yet to get to play their A game this year. They scored a really nice goal the other night. They haven't reached the heights that they uh, reached last year. But, Bob, I think when you look at how deep that Toronto Maple Leafs, I don't want to look past the Jets, but they might have to play the Leafs. That, that forward lineup and the Jets forward lineup are so deep, so good. I don't think you can stack a top line against them and beat those teams. So I think Tippett's come up with something here that might work. Uh, just a quick update from Eric Ingalls from Sportsnet. Dominic Ducharme says Eric Stahl, among several other players, have been playing banged up. No Toffoli, no Anderson, <laughs> no Stahl, no Petrie, no Edmondson, no Allen and goal on top of Weber, Price, Gallagher, Duran, and Deneau. The D pairings will be Kulak and Sherratt, uh, Romanoff and Ouellette and Gustafson and Merrill. So Canadians pulling. They're, they're going the Boston Bruins route from yesterday. David, I'm going to put you on the spot here. You're general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. How far are you willing to go on a three- or four-year extension on Adam Larson? Well, I would prefer three to four. Uh, I might be willing to go four if it's a little less money. Here's the, here's the big issue, Bob, with Larson. You could you could hold off on signing him. You obviously want him back on your team next year. He is he is the kind of fierce, effective shutdown defenseman on the right side that if you let go right now, you'll be looking for that player for another five years when when you're trying to win a cup with Connor McDavid. Terrible idea to let him go. So the question is, do you want to try to get? Th- through the expansion draft and kind of cheat through the draft where you don't have to protect Larson, sign him after the draft, or do you sign him now? I, I'm in the sign him now camp because I think if the orders go far in the playoffs, make a little bit of noise here, every contract goes up significantly. So the, the quicker you can sign a key player like Larson right now, I'm all for it. You're going to lose a player anyway in the expansion draft. He's going to be a decent young player, but it's going to be one of two or three guys, and, and I don't think protecting Larson makes much difference. So sign him quickly. Sign him for three years if you can, four years if you must. What's the and price point? What's the price point? I mean, Chris Tan, I've got four and a half million times four in Cal. Uh, yes, see, there you go. I, yeah, Bob, I, I think it's going to be the way Larson's playing now. The way he's playing now, it's going to be. It's got to be four. It's going to be at least what he's made. Yeah. He, he's not going to take, and nor should he take a pay cut. So, any, any, probably, you know, the flat cap changes things, and and, and it was just kicking in with Tanev, kind of the whole flat cap mindset, and and how the NHL is going to work. But he's not going to take a, any kind of pay cut. That's for sure. Final one for you. So we know Kulikov got brought in here to play a role. Right now, he's with Larson. The Oilers have gone nurse with Barry. Ethan Bear is ahead of Bouchard. He's going to play third pairing right shot. We know he's going to play. He plays 18 minutes. Of game. Larson plays 1946. Barry plays 2130. Darnell's playing 25 minutes a game. Kulikov's playing. Those five D are going to play. Who gets the third pairing left shot D? Is it Caleb Jones? Is it William Lagason? Uh, I believe Slater Cuckoo might get a chance to play the last game of the season. Uh, does he factor into this? And what about Chris Russell? I don't know. Chris Russell's skating, I understand, and yes. I don't know his health, but if I had to bet on it, if I was making a prediction, I'm going to predict Chris Russell. And it's because he is the safest of those three players. His his um, slot defense is outstanding. He is not a strong puck mover. So we might see them start with Caleb Jones, and if Caleb Jones shows he can handle it, and some games he does, Caleb Jones is by far the best offensive defenseman of, of that group of players. He can really move the puck. In fact, he moves the puck at even strength as almost well as almost anyone. Uh, on that team right now against weaker competition. He can really pass the puck. We saw that the other night where, where you know, he made that fantastic, 
fantastic uh, breakout pass to Leon Dreisaitl for a goal. Uh, but his defense has been suspect all year, up and down, inconsistent, and probably the weakest defender on the team overall. So if I was, I think Tippett likes his veterans. He he. he Sometimes you just got to win a game by grinding out a 2-1 or 1-0 win, and I, I, I predict Chris Russell will be in the lineup before this is over and will stay in the lineup. David, how do people follow you on Twitter? Uh, for the Cult of Hockey stuff, Bob, at D Staples. You still making friends on the political stuff as well? Always, Bob. I'm, and I'm growing friends every day. Did you have a favorite <laughs> band headed up by a female lead singer? Well, uh, Stevie Nicks, I mean. Fleetwood Mac. I mean, they had lots of lead singers, but nobody's better than Stevie Nicks. There you go. There you have it. Awesome stuff. That's David Staples. Nice work, Brandon. It is currently 121 at Edmonton. Puck drop, 3 o'clock. City Ford Faceoff Show, 3.30. Royal Pizza. Well done, Cam Moon. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to this day in order's history for New West travel as well as your North Division report brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. This is Oilers Now and it's 121 in Edmonton. All she could do was cry Like she wanted to die And say, no, when can you see me? Cause there's a guy out there Seems like he's everywhere And now it just ain't Oh, there we go. That gave it away. That's heart. Nicely done, Brendan. Connor McDavid, he's going to win the heart. you got to have heart. There you go. Uh, having some fun on today's edition of Oilers. Now, again, the City Ford Faceoff show will begin in about uh, 10 minutes' time with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Cam Moon, myself, Jack and Louie tonight on the uh, or this afternoon on the TV coverage. We'll have puck drop here, 3 o'clock Bell Centre. The Canadians going with... Uh, Basically, a, a preseason lineup. They're pulling several of their players out after yesterday. Winnipeg uh, ensured that uh, they had the three spot. They'll play Edmonton in the opening round of the playoffs. The Canadians, who already had $30 million out of the lineup the other night against Edmonton, uh, several other key veterans uh, not going to play today. This day in Oilers history brought to you by Dennis and Jason Oliverty and the team at New West Travel. I went to this game. It was uh, game six of the Smythe Division Finals in 1992. I'd gone up north, quit, and came back for a week and a half and went with Darren Hamilton and Craig McKay, uh, who's currently with Robinson LLP, uh, to uh, to go watch the Edmonton Oilers knock off the Vancouver Canucks. I remember Dan Russell was with CKNW Radio at that time out in Van- uh, out in Vancouver, and I was working up in Fort St. John's, uh, Fort St. James, earlier in May, and he had said that the Canucks were going to route the Oilers in the second round of the playoffs, and that didn't exactly happen. No, it was Edmonton who uh, ultimately got the victory and defeated the Vancouver Canucks again. Bill Ranford recorded his third career playoff shutout, second of the 92 playoffs to lead the Oilers to a 3-0 win over the Vancouver Canucks in Game 6 of the Smite Division Finals. That game was played at the Coliseum. I remember at the end of the game, uh, Pat Quinn, God rest his soul, firing his gum out on the ice as his team got completely shut down by the Oilers. That's this day in Oilers history for Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the team at New West Travel. We had a fun night that night. That's all I'm going to I'm not going to tell you where it ended up, but 
Uh, well, actually, it didn't end up that night. It ended up in the morning. It was a great time. Alrighty. Uh, let's do it. It's time for something that we do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on Oilers Now, and that is the North Division Report brought to you by Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence, and we got her all straightened out on the playoff front. Yeah, they're set. Toronto hosting Montreal in the opening round. Edmonton has drawn the third seed Winnipeg Jets. Oilers went 7-2 and against Winnipeg this year, outscoring them 34-22 to in those nine games. Toronto 7-3 and against Montreal, but they did absorb 321 hits in the process. Again, five of the league's top ten scores all coming from the North Division. Uh, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Marner, and Matthews are in fourth and sixth respectively. Mark Seifley is tied for ninth with 61. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home, it all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. Find it, love it, move in. On top of Kerry Price, Shea Weber, Brendan Gallagher, Jonathan Duran, Philip Deneau, the Canadians now will be uh, scratching Josh Anderson, Tyler Toffoli, Eric Stahl, Joel Edmondson, Jeff Petrie, and Jake Allen. Edmonton and Montreal coming up. Puck drop again today, 3 o'clock. We'll have the face-off show for you at one thirty-five. We will tell you tomorrow our guest list will include Sportsnet Color Analyst Louis DeBrusque, Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar, and Montreal-based media personality, Edmonton sporting icon George Laroc. Craig, it's great to hear from you for the first time in about uh, two months. Uh, thanks for the feedback. 128 at Edmonton. Thank you for all of you who participated in the interactive element of uh, today's show, including uh, sending in your thoughts and your uh, favorite female lead singers of all time. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Reed Wilkins is the next voice you'll hear. Uh, we'll have a lot of other talk coming up on the Face Off Show. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.